Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. We're back for another episode. Still talking Georgia football win against AM. Looking ahead to Georgia Tech. Uh Daniel, you still you still recovering from the game? Are the fields I've, out? I've dried I've dried out for the most part. My hands okay. have just recently um stopped being pruny. Um yeah. that's, which is not a lie. Uh, my hands were it looked like I had been swimming in the pool for ten hours uh after the game because just the level of saturation I can't even describe it to you, but um I have recovered mentally um yep. uh, and physically. Um I've gone on YouTube and watched a bunch of old Goldberg WWE mm-hmm. clips and I'm feeling great. I'm feeling re-energized. Good. I'm glad. Um, so you need to be I'm that ready. way, Daniel. You got to get you got to get your mind right because we're heading to Georgia Tech week and then no, SEC championship. You got to you got to get that right. And and before any of that, the greatest single eating day of the year. So I mean, like yeah. we're we're here for all of it. We're um, here for all of it. And if you're here for all of it, we're glad you've joined us on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Uh, if you haven't recovered mentally, emotionally, and spiritually from this weekend, I hope you can go back and listen to yesterday's episode because we help you. Uh, and look, don't don't listen to Daniel and I calling some people, again, not you because you're listening to not this, you. but some it's other people. No, it's not yeah. you. It's those other people who are whiners, who have a great, great, great team, who is 10 and one heading in to control our own destiny to get in the college football playoff. And we're not happy with that. And we want to bring back mediocrity to our program. We know that's not you. It's other people. Or maybe, maybe it's you momentarily. Like you slipped kind of an out of body experience. You typed something on Twitter. You didn't mean to. Yeah. Uh, But but, if you were standing in front of the judge, you would plead temporary insanity. Yes. That's what, which is fine. Yeah. That's, that's fine. We, we we accept that moments. Because yeah. we're all fans. So we get you. We're a fan. Daniel and I are fans just like you are, which is why we're here to talk. Not expert guru stuff, uh, but fan nonsense talk, Daniel. That's right. Um, uh, if you want to join in the conversation, as always, email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Um, we're here every day talking about the Ducks. Well, this week we're not here Thursday and Friday because, you know, that Correct. holiday thing. Um, but we're here uh yesterday today and tomorrow tomorrow we'll hit you up with some locks a day early but we know you got to get that i mean it's a big weekend for betting clint oh it's it's the it, oh it's big it's gonna be rapid fire locks i have a feeling so i got a feeling episode i'm gonna over under seven locks that we're gonna it's have gonna each. be it's gonna be a lot of logs on the fire okay that's Lots. gonna be a that's gonna be a rager um so we're gonna have to go rapid fire but we'll hit you some of those uh, tomorrow we will also deep dive into the Georgia Tech game, do a do a full on yep. preview, as well as give you our predictions for the game, score predictions, uh, overall thoughts of how we think it's going to go. We're here every day. We'd love for you to join in the conversations. You can email us, hit us up, um, uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating or review. We appreciate all those five stars that you guys yep. have given us. We appreciate you listening. Uh, if you're new to the show, we're glad you're here. If you're old to the show, uh, we couldn't do it without you. Uh, and we're here every day talking about the dog. So, Clint, what are we talking about today? You just deleted on our I, sheet I did. what we were supposed to talk about in the first segment. So now I truly have no idea. So normally I ask you that question, and I know the answer. I know what you're going to say. But now, Clint, I'm actually asking you, what do you want me to say next? 
<laughs> Daniel is not kidding. This is this is pre-production as fine as Daniel. I got I got a little side project that I want to bring to our attention. Okay, is it, it has everything to do. Is it show and tell <laughs> at the lockdown podcast? Is it? Uh, well, we talked about Thanksgiving, and all of a sudden I, I hearkened back to like you did know you the, the pilgrim costume. Art? Did you make some? <laughs> Did you trace your uh, hand no, and make a turkey out of it? Or? I, I did. Somewhere somebody's making the gobbling sound right now. Uh, no, Daniel. What I did is I went back. Uh, I want to ask you some questions based upon the statement that I've heard by so many people is that we can't win with a defense like this and an offense like this. That's the statement. I want to go back. I want to put some facts to that to help us out a little bit. Historical understanding of past playoff teams and where they ranked. Uh, so that's the first segment. Second okay. segment is we're going to play a little Would You Rather game. Okay. Get back and forth on some Would You Rather. And then third segment, Excited, Nervous, Don't Sleep On. We'll ask each other a couple questions from that. Uh, but, Daniel, um, first I want to do this. Uh, this year's defense of Georgia, uh, historic yep. or pedestrian? His, uh, it's historic in uh, in every way. Mostly it's historic in the in how much I love it. Clint. Yeah, yeah. I just feel so many great feelings towards it. I'm so happy when I watch it. I am it feels too. Like I'm at peace. Everything's I right with too. the world. Yep, everything is right. Uh, Daniel, uh, offense this year. Would you do you have the same feelings when the offense is on the field? I don't. I mostly no. feel sadness and anger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> those are the feelings I would say that I. I mean, pedestrian is such a good word because this offense isn't bad Mm -mm. you understand what i'm saying we haven't been shut out this this year no okay like we're not we're not getting held to single digits in points we're covering games there are teams high scores there are teams that that is the case for them regularly our offense is not bad but our offense is so pedestrian it's so normal and that's the problem i think nobody wants normal (laughs) No, nobody wants normal. Uh, now, a couple caveats to that. Cager, our best offensive weapon, has been out most of the year with an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jorge has been flashes of brilliance and then disappearing. Uh, play calling has been conservative. We get all that. But, Daniel, I ask you this. I went back 2016, 2017, 2018, and I took the top three statistical categories in team offense and team defense. Okay. 2016, the three top offensive teams that year are as follows. Louisiana Tech, Western Kentucky, Oklahoma. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Bear with me. Juggernauts. Juggernauts. Any any of those team playoff teams in 2016? I mean, I can't remember if Oklahoma made the playoff in 2016 or not. Uh, they they were not. They okay. did not. 2017, okay, yes. Uh, 2016, uh, top defenses. Alabama, number one. Michigan, two. Ohio State, three. Wisconsin, LSU. Two of those teams playoff bound that year, Daniel. Alabama, mm-hmm. Ohio State. Okay. Let's venture up to 2017. 2017, top offenses. <laughs> UCF, right? We all know. The national the, champions. The national champions in 2017, right? Memphis, number two. Okay. And then Oklahoma, number three. Oklahoma made the playoff 2017, mm-hmm. clearly. Okay. 
2017 top defenses, Alabama, Clemson, Wisconsin. Bama and Clemson playoff teams that year, Daniel, as we all recall. Okay. 2018. Okay. Last year's top three uh, offenses, Oklahoma, playoff bound, Utah State, and then Alabama, playoff bound. Last year's number one defense, Clemson. Now, this is weird. Last year's number two and three, Mississippi State and Fresno State. I don't know where that came from. That's just weird. Well, okay. Mississippi State had a great defense last year, if you recall. Bunch I, of bunch I, of NFL guys on it, uh, and a terrible offense. So that terrible that makes sense. Okay, I guess all of this, Daniel. I went back and I found those playoff teams and where they ranked. And I guess I just want to make the quick observation that both teams uh, of those times. Top defensive teams got you into the playoff, and top offensive teams got you into the playoff. Daniel, last year the top defense came out against the best offense and and just crushed them. Okay, so for people to say we can't win anything with this many points, actually factually incorrect. You can because other teams have proven you get in the playoffs any way you can, including teams with incredible, incredible defenses. Daniel, like we do this year. To that point. This year's top three defenses, which, by the way, look, I, LSU, if you guys want to talk about LSU, we will. But number one, Ohio State. Number two, Clemson. Number three, Georgia. My word, Daniel, those defenses. Hello. that That's murderer's row. That's the f- top three defenses in the country this year? Correct. Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia? Correct. Number two, three, four in the college football playoff rankings? That's what I'm saying. Huh. Interesting, mm. wouldn't you say? Huh. Interesting. So before you go out and say we can't win with this team, just just think for a moment. Teams have showed us historically you can. Can. Again, in the words of your immortal wife, what if we just scored more points than the other team? Wouldn't we win? And, and I said to her, amen. I think you're on to something. Think you're onto something. Think you're onto something. Uh, that's that's the first segment, Daniel. Thank you for for seating the floor on that one a little bit nice. to me. Uh, I appreciate it. I needed I needed to get that off my chest. Uh, we're gonna come back with some would you rather, but first, treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. Listening on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. Daniel, we got some questions of would you rather to ask each other. Would you rather time? Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite game. It's like Sophie's um, Choice. It's sort of like that, only no one dies, and um, we just talk about right. football. So nothing like Sophie's Choice. No, no. Now that I say it out loud, it's nothing like it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's not it's even crazy. similar at all. By the way, one of the great things about being at the game on Saturday, you mentioned Sir Lawrence of Cager, but you did not call yeah. him by the appropriate name earlier. So My bad. Just, I want to get that sir. out there. Um, the man was knighted, Clint. You could at least have some respect and call him by this by his given name. Um, uh, Sir Lawrence of Cager, by the way, dressed out um, as predicted on this podcast. He did not play a single snap in the game. Thank you. Thank you, thank um, you, thank you. 
but he was dressed out. Do you know what he was doing all game, Clint? Do you know in between series, Stetson Bennett and Jake Fromm throw the football back and forth, you know, keep the uh-huh. arms loose and whatnot? Um, Lawrence Cager was just catching passes from Jake Fromm. Mm-hmm. He was standing next to Stetson Bennett, mm-hmm. and he was catching balls from Jake Fromm. I watched him, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm not kidding you about this. I watched him multiple times do what I would call begging to go in the game, in this game. And he was denied. He wore his helmet the entire game. He, uh, even when it wasn't raining, um, uh, this man was wanting to be in the game. He was just like chomping. a like a little puppy dog at the heels of Kirby, just the entire the time. Bit. Just put yeah. me in the game now. You know he's out there watching that offense oh. and saying to himself, like I, I gotta be in there. I gotta be in this game. I gotta be in there, but. Uh, get well soon, Lawrence. Yes, keep healing we up. Can, we can't win without you. No, we uh, no, no, we can't. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to talk about wide receiver group in my first Would You Rather, uh, but we're going to flash to two players that showed up quite a bit this last game and showed out all year long for that matter. Uh, but I pose this to you. Would you rather lose from this roster for the rest of their collegiate career, Trayvon Walker, or Jorge Pickens off of UGA's roster for next year. Who you gotta pick one, who you taking off? So to be clear, I lose them. I get them for the rest of this year. Correct. This year. Both you get of them. them. Yep. But beginning next year I have to take choose one of them and take them off the team permanently. Correct. They're gone. Mm-hmm. No, oh, mm-hmm. I I know, I know. Um, this is tough because I'm just gonna say this out loud right now. I think both of these men have the opportunity mm-hmm. to be the best ever to do it at their position in the University of Georgia's history. Okay, no, I just want to, for clarity's sake, Daniel, we, Mount yes. Rushmore of wide yes. receivers at University yes. of Georgia. I'm just going to name two, Heinz Ward, A.J. Green. Okay. I'm tell, what I'm telling you is that you just, better, you just better make some room in between because I think there's a chance <sighs> that one Jorge Pickens has a chance to be that. And you want to talk about Mount Rushmore's, mm-hmm. Clint. I thought you were going to say the Mount Rushmore of the defensive line at UJ because was, that is a much thicker group. Like that I was gravy, just getting there. That gravy sticks to the spoon uh, for days. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like that is a thick group. I mean, you um, go to all-time NFL top 100 players, defensive linemen, and, and you see University of Georgia after their name on many of them, Daniel. That doesn't it, even count the, maybe the greatest – defensive lineman in Georgia football history, David Pollock, who yes. did not have a star-studded NFL career, as we know. Uh, I think Trayvon Walker's got a chance to be one of the all-time greats. I really do. I think he's special. I think he's different. Uh, uh, to me, the the offense needs more help, and so I got to keep Jorge, and I let go of Trayvon, but it's the worst question that it's anybody's ever asked me. It's like, <laughs> what do you want to do? Do you want to cut off your right leg or your left leg? Like, It doesn't really matter. I'm not – 
I'm, I'm not happy about it. Would you never get to eat apple pie or queso again in your life, Daniel? It's not a world I want to live in, Clint. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, I, I agree with you, by the way, Trayvon Walker going to be an absolute stud, going to be a difference maker, but you got to keep Jorge. Uh, would you rather have me be right, be willing to say your tinfoil hat may not be so crazy and admit that we are not calling plays, but that, that we could, but rather holding on to them. Okay. Would you rather live in that world in which I'm right? That there are certain plays that Kirby has said. Jimmy, Jimmy C, hold on to those, okay? Uh, okay. Or so, the so only a world, answer... Oh, a world yeah. in which our coaching staff is, is stupid. <laughs> well, I, that's, that is yet to be determined. That is okay. yet... If, if I'm not... Okay, look, we have plays that we haven't called till LSU, and all of a sudden we bust them out of LSU and the playoff, therefore, and they go to win us those games. Is it stupid then? Uh I, yeah, it's still stupid, no, it's, but okay. I'll be well, happy about it. Okay, <laughs> you'll be happy about that. Would you rather that situation be true or the only answer to why we suck at offense at times, Daniel, is because Jake Fromm and company don't know what the heck they're doing and they, they can't execute worth a darn. Which one would you rather have? I'm not going to lie to you, Clint, and I'm gonna. the answer is easy on this one. I would rather it be what it actually is, which is that the offense can't execute worth a darn. Okay. That's what's actually happening here, and it's unequivocally true, especially if you go back and watch the Texas A&M game. That's what happened in that game. <laughs> this last game had nothing to do. Look, Jimmy C., you guys can get after him other times. had nothing to do with him this game, Daniel. That was all no, 11 and drops had to, and everything It had else. to do with Kiaris Jackson letting the ball go through his hands and hit him in the chest on Correct. a first down pass. It had to do with Jake Fromm missing receivers by seven yards. It had to do with busted flea flickers and Jake Fromm only being able to throw the back shoulder, and that's it. Um, it, it had to do with the offensive line not blocking anyone mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. We gave up two three sacks um, this game. And I would rather it be that versus um, the coaching because that I have more confidence in our ability to fix. Listen, if James Coley is the problem, James Coley ain't changing between here and the college football playoff. He's not going to do anything different. But Kyrus so, can go ahead and, and decide to catch a ball. Just practice those reps a little bit more, my man. Yeah, we can execute better. Yeah. But we're not going to be better at play calling. So if that's our biggest problem, then we're not going to fix it. All right. Uh, Last, would you rather? Would you rather Cager play against LSU? 100% full go. Okay. So SEC Championship, Lawrence Cager, Sir Lawrence of Cager out there, knighted, waving the banner of of his house well. But... Isaiah Wilson goes down injury, play one. Lawrence Cager. Okay. Lawrence Cager or Brian Harrion, injury, play Lawrence one. Lawrence Cager. Isaiah Just Wilson. Just to be clear, I don't like injury. Let's let's say they got okay. suspended okay. for violations sure. of team rules. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Much better. Okay. Okay. 
We don't want. We don't wish harm on these guys. This is bad. No. Okay. Uh, but I choose Lawrence Cager over Isaiah Wilson. I choose Lawrence Cager over Brian Harry. Andrew Thomas. I choose Andrew Thomas over Lawrence Cager. <laughs> Blaylock, D. Rob, and Jorge all suspended, but Lawrence Cager. Lawrence Cager. Lawrence Cager. Lawrence Cager. Okay. Lawrence Cager. Okay. Let's. We need to keep going with this. We need to keep going. Isaiah Wilson and Andrew Thomas get suspended for the game. Oh well, I picked Andrew Thomas over Lawrence Cager. Oh, so oh sorry. Gonna, so uh, you did. You're, I'll you're, take. You're, yeah. You're, you're. Isaiah Wilson and Brian Harrion suspended for the game. Lawrence Cager. DeAndre Swift suspended for the game or Lawrence Cager? DeAndre Swift. Okay. You're, so what you're telling right now, Lawrence Cager, Sir Lawrence of Cager is essentially the third most important player on Fourth. this team right now. Fourth behind Jake Fromm. Yeah. Behind, Jake okay. Fromm, Andrew Thomas, DeAndre Swift are the only three players that I would trade for Lawrence Cager right now. And I would trade, yeah, I would trade Blaylock, D-Rob, and Jorge in a heartbeat. Give me Lawrence Cager, Eli Wolf, and Kiaris Jackson lined up at wide receiver all day long, and I'm fine. Because guess what? If Cager's in, ain't nobody else getting the football, Clint. So it don't no. matter who else lined up over there. No, DeAndre Swift is running for days, and then we're just throwing it, hucking it in his direction anytime again. Uh, I There's nothing I disagree with about that at all. I would have put him at three. I, You know what, truth be told, right now after this game, I'm very sour on Jake. So you don't put Stetson Bennett back there and throw I, Fine, do your thing, whatever. Lawrence Cager is top three, four most important players on this team right now, Daniel. But Clint, but Clint that's not why the offense struggled. It's James Coley's fault. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes, it has nothing it to do with our best player being injured. Correct. Not Nothing to do with that. Why would that impact the outcome of the game? I don't know, Daniel. Stretching the field, making DBs honor routes, coming da- hauling down important first downs. That that seems kind of that seems auxiliary, Daniel, mm-hmm. to actual footballing. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Also, we scored 19 points against Texas A&M, and Clemson scored 24 points against Texas A&M. So, y'all, y'all remember that? There, there's also yeah. that. Y'all remember well, that? But our offense sucks. Oh, we suck. Yeah, we're we're horrid. Um, hey, <laughs> clearly. Gosh, you know, I, I have to learn. I have to learn the uh, the saltiness, the self deprecating saltiness of being Georgia fans. Still, I mean, I'm I'm salty, but not to this level. Still, you guys are teaching me something new when it comes to hating the offensive coordinator at Georgia. Well, and apparently, apparently, the head coach who has taken you to three SEC championship games. Just again, for the record. Just let that sink in. Um, All right, Daniel, we're going to come back with a little excited, nervous, don't sleep on after this. Daniel, let's talk about excited, nervous, don't sleep on, which is, again, I think my favorite episode or my favorite segment the entire week is that one right there. Can't let's wait. Do it. Let's get after it. Uh, Georgia Tech. What are you excited for on this uh, Georgia Tech game coming up on Saturday, Daniel? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd never heard of what I'd never heard of a James Graham before this last week. Um, you and the rest of America have that in common. Never heard of this 19-year-old fellow, um, strapping young lad, plays sure. quarterback for the Georgia Institute of Technology. They have that um, position on the team. They do now. They've recently installed it. Um, I uh, don't know if you saw this, but Georgia Tech got themselves a big-time win against the juggernaut NC State 
on Thursday night when real college football is played. Um, they, they went out and they, um, they beat NC State, a team that has 47 players that are currently medically disqualified for the season. Um, they By the way, Daniel, start- I know you just gave the number that is outrageous. I, I don't think you're that far off. Give me within I, eight, you might be actually correct. I'm a I'm a plus minus single digits from that uh, from that number. Uh, NC State is starting the water girl at left tackle. <laughs> correct. Um, it is it is a just a walking dead over there. Uh, but Georgia Tech got the win, and after the game, James Graham found himself in front of a camera, and that is not a comfortable position for him to be in. It and he started running. So. He started running that mouth, Clint. Couldn't help um, it. Could not help it. He started talking about Georgia and shocking the world and um, showing everybody what we're made of and mm-hmm. to hell with Georgia. and. Mm-hmm. Mm, golly. James Graham, I don't know who you are. I don't know what it is that you're about, but I'll tell you what I'm excited about for Saturday. I'm excited to see the look on James Graham's face through the visor, through the face mask, through all of it. When... I don't you pick a number, Clint. Go ahead. An, it's like freaking Roulette. It's like a freaking magic trick. You pick a card, any card. And when I say any card, I mean any card. Who's that? Is that a, is that card you picked Michael Barnett? He oh, might sure. get a sack. He might go he might go ahead and, and and land on James Graham's face. Uh I can't wait to see the look on the young man's face when he realizes what it is that he's that he's up against on Saturday. Oh, Daniel, I couldn't agree more. By the way, really quick, uh, this amazing offense that Georgia Tech has. Uh, do you know the aforementioned one of the, our favorite teams to talk about, the Citadel, Daniel? The Citadel. The Citadel beat Georgia Tech twenty-seven to twenty-four in overtime this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recall Miami, Florida. Lost. Georgia Tech mm. beat Miami, Florida, which seemed good at the time. And then Miami just done messed around and lost all sensibility. Daniel, they, not even a respectable program anymore after this they week. They lost to the Florida International School, which I was under the impression that Florida was – I knew it wasn't in the South, so, like, you didn't have to convince me of that. But I did think it was in the United States. Nope. But apparently it is an international school down we, there in We just globetrotting. Uh, we <laughs> I don't know. It's like the Spanish Florida school um, <laughs> that they they went ahead and lost to the, the conquistadors. Yeah. There you okay. Go. Okay. By the way, that was not pa- planned. Eh? Freaking Ponce de Leon uh, out here, uh, just running it up on Manny Diaz, the <laughs> the the son of the governor of Florida or whoever he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm excited for? I'm excited. One, not to be on CBS. Praise oh, the Lord that we no longer Lord. on CBS. My a goodness. One, that was A one week respite because the SEC championship game is yeah. around the corner. Class. Yeah. We're back. I, I know. I'll take anything I can. And secondly, what I'm excited for, please don't do this to me, Georgia. Please give me a game where I'm not suffering a heart attack, where heart palpitations aren't symptomatic of my experience. Just, Give me that. That's what I'm excited one time. for, Daniel. Just, Just one, one time. time. Uh, what are you nervous for? Um, what am I nervous for? I'm a Georgia fan, so I'm no, nervous that we're going to lose the game. Everything. Is, is, is everything an option? 
It's a recurring segment on the show. I'm nervous that Georgia Tech's going to beat us. And if you're not, then you're clearly a newbie to being a Georgia fan. Correct. Yeah, I I learned that one very, very quickly in fandom, Daniel. Um, But but more than that, I think I'm nervous that sometime during the game I'm going to suffer an aneurysm or a stroke and I'm going to forget who I am and I'm going to accidentally open up Twitter. Don't do that. Um, because Mm-mm. that is where positive energy goes to die. And Correct. That's, that's not the kind of juju that I'm trying to invite into my life at this point. No. So that's what I'm most nervous about for Saturday. Yep. Uh, I'm straight up nervous that Mr. Swift is mm-hmm. – your one of you all are going to mouth off to him. You, you're going to have a couple of, of libations in you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna feel nice and warm, and you're gonna think it makes absolute sense to mouth off to the biggest human being I've ever seen, not wear a football uniform at a football game, and uh, Mr. Swift's just gonna straight uppercut your jaw straight off your face is what I'm nervous about. You're not gonna know that he's that he is the gentleman standing in front of you, um, and you're you're gonna be Georgia fan. Just at some point, you're gonna be screaming. How we should throw the ball and we should never run the ball again. You you might be wearing a hat that says run the damn ball mm-hmm. while you're <laughs> screaming that, which is my favorite Georgia fan right now. Um, they always have a beard and they're always wearing some sort of a flannel get up and they have a hat that says run the damn ball. You've seen you've seen this guy. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 this year they're shouting at the top of their lungs that we should fire James Coley because he runs the ball too much and we need to throw it downfield. Correct. Um, with our quarterback who's four for fifteen in the game, that's who we need to throw it with. Um, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Swift's gonna. That's you, you're gonna mess up. You're gonna mess around here and you're gonna say it in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, it's not gonna be pretty. Clint, what are people sleeping on? This week, uh, um, that they ought not be sleeping on. Uh, here's what I'm not sleeping on. I know we got Georgia Tech. I get it. I understand. I am nervous as well. I shouldn't be doing this, but Daniel, don't don't sleep on me trying to find that early game line against LSU and waiting for it to get way out of hand. And everybody's going to be perception driven, and LSU is going to get a huge, big old number, and I'm going to take it in a heartbeat, Daniel. Don't sleep on me looking at game lines this week, trying to find the early action for the following week. Uh, even though we have Georgia Tech, I, I get it. I understand. I'm, I'm trying not to, but don't sleep on me doing it. This is fascinating. Um, don't sleep on me actually falling asleep at some point because I've eaten too much turkey. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, tryptophan is real, guys. It's real. <laughs> It's a real thing. So don't sleep on me being asleep. Um, <laughs> Daniel, over, over, under, how, what percentage of this podcast, how, what percentage of our podcast have you spoken about the, the food you've consumed or will consume in any given day? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it feels normal, like a normal amount. I don't, I don't know. This is. This podcast not sponsored by Atkins or anything. Like I'm not trying to. It's just no, we are no. who we are. If if it was, it would be the worst sponsor ever. Let me ask you this, uh, Clint. If this game is a pick'em, are you going to bet on Georgia? Like uh, your actual money? 
if LSU Georgia is a pick 'em, mm-hmm. the SEC championship game, are you going mm-hmm. to bet your actual money on Georgia? Absolutely, absolutely. But but it's not going to be a pick 'em, Clint. No, it's not going to be a pick 'em. We're going to be catching them points. Oh, points a plenty. Daniel, how many? I'm saying- how many? How many points do you think we're going to be catching in this in this game? Four and a half, five. I think it might be more than that. Do you think it's a touchdown? Some LSU. They love LSU. Oh my god! I think it might be. I think it might be more like six. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a straight pick'em game again. Last episode we talked about the ranking of teams and their their defenses. And the teams that had top defenses making the playoff, winning their conference, going on the playoff, and doing well in the playoffs to win championships. Uh, Georgia has that level of defense this year. This year, it just happens to be we're crowded at the top with Ohio State, Clemson, and us, a top three defense, which is, I I think, absurd. Uh, But LSU has not seen anything like us. Nowhere near our defense. No. No. No, not at all. Um, and oof, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, Daniel, we, we're going to come back uh, tomorrow. we got another episode for you guys, the last one of the week since it is Thanksgiving week. We're going to be giving out pickums. We're going to deep dive in the Georgia Tech game, the aforementioned uh, breather before we get the stupidest booth in all of college football back for us uh, in the SEC championship. So come back, listen to some uh, picks, some bets, get some money down. Maybe maybe you could take our bets, and that cousin who, you, who says he loves football says he's a pro mm-hmm. at it. Uh, maybe take some of our picks and bet him, I don't know, dishes or uh, the six-pack that's in the, the freezer, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you mm-hmm. need to do. Take it and, and get a leg up at the dinner table this Thanksgiving, Daniel. Uh, but Love we'll be it. back to do that tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you guys then. All right. See you.